everyone. Welcome to the Hey Hannah podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Maya Fields. But to my friends and those who know me well, I'm just Maya. I'm a higher education administrator, a mother, and a wife of 14 amazing years. But above all, I'm a Christ follower. This podcast is a special platform created to honor the memory of my beloved daughter, Hannah. It's here that I have the chance to have the conversations that I never got to have with her. To share the wisdom and love I wish I could have passed on. It's a reminder to cherish the precious moments we're given and a testament to the power of healing, hope, and personal growth. If you're someone who's seeking personal growth, inspiration, and practical advice to build a solid foundation for a successful and fulfilling life, this is a place for you. Join me as we honor Hannah's memory together. Laugh, cry, and learn. Get ready for a podcast that is so much more than you could ever imagine. The Hey Hannah Podcast. Healing hearts, one conversation at a time. Welcome back to another episode of the Hey Hannah podcast. We're so excited that you're tuning in today. We're going to have a chance to chat with Emily Siegel, fellow podcaster in the space. And we are talking today about adult friendships. So Emily, thank you so much for joining us. Excited to have you here. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Absolutely. So um, I hear a lot, and I don't know if this is something you've heard a lot too, is that mom's just having a hard time with finding out how to make friends as an adult. I guess when you're in school, you know, you you make friends because you have your classroom, but you know, when you transition to adulthood, it can be a bit different. Um, so it just seems like a um, common struggle amongst mom. So is that something you've heard a lot in your space and just What are your thoughts on how to navigate that? Yeah, I do think it's a common struggle, but I think like the, the sticky wicket of this common struggle of motherhood is that no one wants to voice that, you know, it's much easier to voice, oh, I'm just having a hard time getting this kid to sleep or that's, you know, the terrible twos or, you know, threes or fours, (laughs) wherever we're at now, (laughs) like that's just, that feels safer to say than, Hey, I'm feeling kind of like lonely and unfulfilled in the relationships I do have. Um, That feels much more vulnerable. And a lot of times we feel like we're the only ones feeling that way. And so, oh my gosh, like who wants to say like, Hey, I don't really have that great of friendships these days. No one wants to say that. Um, Or not even that they don't have great friendships, but just the common struggle I run into is that it's not like we don't have good friends in our life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's often that those friends either don't live near us anymore or yeah. maybe in a different season. And so we find that we're just like feeling a little unfulfilled, but sometimes not even able to fully put like pinpoint why around that. Yeah. For um, sure. But yeah, you are right. It's a common struggle. Very common. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. Um, now that you say that, like, there's a level of vulnerability that comes with it. Like, even when you said that, I'm like, oh, yeah, you just feel like kind of so out there. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you know, it's it's 
different or I don't have the friendships that I would hope to have. And as an adult, so that completely makes sense. So if you are listening and you feel like that, you're not alone. No, (laughs) it's it's plenty of women that do. And I feel like something that's kind of complicated too, um, when you talk about friendship in adulthood, is like you said, the different seasons, like um, in just proximity, one of my best friends lives in Texas and I'm all the way in Indiana or, you know, you get married and then you have children. So you have, you know, friendships according to your kids' age groups and stuff like that. So I think that's all a part of navigating it as well. That makes it a bit more tricky. Um, I guess I wonder, it has me thinking. So as an adult, do you think you end up having different friends in different areas of your life? Like maybe mom friends and maybe friends that you like to play pickleball with and things like that. Is that something that you should realistically look for in adult friendships? Yeah, I I love that question because I think like when we think of friends, we all you know, automatically create some sort of definition of what that means to us, um, in our own lives. And a lot of times we tend to like make that equal ride or die friends, like best friends. And the reality is that like, there's room for a lot of different types of relationships in our life. Yeah. And there, there's going to be different levels of vulnerability with those friends. And there's going to be different levels of like, what do we kind of gain from that connection or friendship. Um, and one isn't like better than the other, you know, um, they all really fulfill us in different ways. And so I love even just by you asking that question, just thinking, I love helping moms think differently about their friendships. Um, because I think a lot of times we do, we come in wanting this, like, okay, I'm trying to create all these like ride or die relationships. And it's like, no, 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 no. Like, great. If that happens, yeah, you know, and it's okay to want that and want to pursue that. But like, let's also not miss what might be in front of us. That is really fulfilling in so many ways. It might not, not ever get to that ride or die place, but like, I never think of like wasting time kind of getting to know different mom friends or moms in our like school community, for example, like, even if I'm like, "Eh, I don't think they're going to turn into like my best friend, but they might turn into someone who's like open to meeting up at a park on a Saturday, getting energy out of these kids. Like that's still a win for me. Um, you know, some level of conversation that's, you know, while we're there is great. Getting to talk to another adult. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just thinking a little bit differently. The analogy I use a lot in my community is like, not every, like we all have these planes. I think of like a plane of our friends mm-hmm. and not everybody's going to be sitting in first class. Some people, oh. you know, like, and that's okay. We still need the plane balanced. It keeps yeah. us in the air really well. Um, and there's, you know, different reasons to lean into different people at different times. Um, but yeah, like if you got to love a pickleball, you definitely need some people that love pickleball. Yeah. But they also don't have to be your ride or die. Okay. I love that. I love that you said, I never consider it a waste because it's kind of fun. (laughs) Like you chuckle, but Mm -hmm. it is kind of funny because you think like, oh, it's not going to be my best friend. So, you know, I don't know how much Mm -hmm. I'm going to pour into this, but I guess there's also like, especially as, as moms, um, you're super busy and you have all these activities Mm -hmm. going on. Like how much time am I going to pour into each place? But, um, 
I like that example that you gave, like it's never a waste because you do need different people for different seasons and everyone, you're not just going to have that one person who's going to cover all bases all the time. So I think that kind of helps just to set your perspective when you're looking at, you know, making those different friendships. I am curious um, to get your opinion on this. So I read something a while ago and it was talking about in adulthood, we should be intentional on the types of friends we make, um, specifically in regards to diversifying our friend group. Mm -hmm. So everyone in your friend group shouldn't look just like you, think just like you, do the same thing that you do if you want to make sure that you're having a broad worldview on things. And if we're talking about we want to grow and, um, you know, be accepting and learning of different things that we need to be intentional about who we're adding to our friend group. I like to get your thoughts on that because I feel like um, sometimes it's easier just to find, you know, you're going to gravitate towards the friends that look like you or do the things like, you know, you do. What do would you say, do you feel like there's a benefit in intentionally diversifying friend groups and, um, is this something that should even be on our radar or just don't even worry about it? Just make the friends you make. Yeah. I love that question. I'm all about diversifying friend groups and just, I mean, I would just say even like community, one of the favorite mantras that I think that I le- think about a lot in my life is who am I paying attention to? Um, and that that covers friendship. It also covers more than friendship for me. Um, when I think about like the spaces and the people I learn from like online and the books that I read and, um, you know, when it comes to just keeping a more diverse worldview and not one that's so insular. Um, so yes, I'm a huge fan of that. I, you know, when it comes to friendship in particular, I just think moms have, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of feelings around finding friends and a lot of like, I think as moms, we already have so much guilt and so much things on our plate of like things that we're not doing perfectly or well, or like, oh my gosh, yes, I need to like lean into different types of friendships. Like some moms just need to lean into friendship at all. You know, some are not putting any time and space there. So I don't love to put like really, really specific boundaries around it. Uh Um, in that sense, but I definitely encourage moms to think about like, okay, just also just be aware yeah. of like who you're collecting. You know, I mean, <laughs> like, <laughs> like seriously, um, of like, okay, I'm, you know, I find myself gravitating towards this mom when I'm at this school function. Yeah. Um, sometimes I really do a pep talk beforehand and remind myself like, okay, look for the mom that's like standing outside the circles mm-hmm. or against the wall or like likely doesn't feel like she fits in here. Um, and so those are other things I like to do. Um, and sometimes the mom that is not feeling like she fits in, you know, also doesn't necessarily look like everyone else either. Um, and so that's something I try to be aware of. I also know that that is a gift of mine that I have. I know not every person has that gift of like, how do I include someone else when I myself am feeling uncomfortable, you know? Um, and so I think for those of us who do have that gift and can do that, I really encourage them to, um, I always, you know, moms are always like seeing all these other circles of all these like mom groups that are out there clicks and they're, you know, feeling sad that they 
aren't part of one necessarily, yeah. or they don't feel part of one. I think there's a lot going on there that more than meets the eye, but I often tell moms like, don't, I mean, you can try to break into these circles, certainly, yeah. um, or you can just like look around and see who else is staring at these circles um. Um, and create your own. And so, um, yeah, I definitely think it's important to have different uh, voices in your life and different perspectives. Um, I just think it makes us all better humans um, and better relation relating with each other. For sure. Absolutely. Um, what are your thoughts on like the friendship reject? So we talked about the mom groups and breaking into the groups, you know, um, I've, I've heard just different individuals say like, Oh, well, I tried to talk to this one and they just really didn't seem like they were entered or, you know, it's kind of like a, going on these first dates or dating apps or yeah. something, but you know, it's like the friendship reject. Like what, what are your thoughts? Like, how do you pivot after that? If you feel like you've been rejected by a friend group or a new friend that you're trying to make? Yeah. Yeah. Rejection. The feeling of rejection is very real. It's mm -hmm. very out there. I think a lot of times I do think it starts from a mindset of like assuming people are not interested in being our friends. I know I got into this work because we moved away from our family and friends 15 years ago. We didn't have kids. We didn't have pets. We didn't have a dog. Um, and like, I just found it so hard to make friends and kind of an aha I had after like one or two years of struggling a bit. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, I've always had good friendships in my life. Like, this is weird. Am I like, maybe something's wrong with me. Maybe everybody else was just being nice before. I don't know. Or like <laughs> I was just around. So they had to make the best of it. Um, like legitimately, like those are the thoughts that were happening in my head. And I had, yeah. you know, before then always been a fairly confident person in mm -hmm. relationships. And, you know, that really messed with my head. And I, I don't know what happened one day, but I was like, what if, oh, I do know what happened. I sat in a room with 30 other women in our condo that had just, um, you know, signed up to say, yeah, I'll do this book club. And it was all yeah. these women saying, yeah, no, I live here. I've always lived here. I've got friends, but like, I want to know who lives in this condo too. Like I want to be friends with them too. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, what? You all have space for more friends. That is what you're saying. You're saying you have space and you want them. Okay. Okay. And what I realized in that moment was like, every time I met with someone, particularly who like was from the area, had established friend groups, I was like, oh yeah, you're just being nice. You don't have like actual space or interest in me. And I kind of been pre-rejecting, honestly. Uh. And so that shifted my mindset in these interactions. And I started going in being like, oh, Okay. Everybody wants to be my best friend. I get it now. And so that mindset actually changed how I showed up in those interactions. And of course, I did not become best friends with everyone. But all of a sudden, I felt like I had friends because I was assuming, well, they actually want to be my friends. So I will take them seriously. Yeah. I will like send an invite and see what they say. Um, and that really changed everything for me. And so when I hear women, particularly moms tell me like, Oh, I just like, I don't know. She wasn't super warm. She wasn't super friendly. Um, I really encourage them to give one, just like verify you're bringing the right kind of mindset to that interaction. Yeah. And then two, like give just a few more chances. Like think about your own mom life. Like let's think about what maybe happened to you this morning yeah. and like 
when you showed up to that interaction with this person that you're actually maybe interested in, but you were still like, your nervous system was still freaking out from how terrible this morning went getting these kids out the door. Yeah. And like, or all the other like 10 million things on your to-do list that you're like trying to think about, oh, wait, no, stay present, be like perfect mom. Like all this is happening to us. Absolutely. And so when we're actually interacting with humans <laughs> and potential new friends, sometimes we're just like, sometimes we just can't, we just can't. And it has nothing to do with that other person. And so I always really encourage moms to give it just a few chances and just make sure like, it's not, it's like truly like, no, the energy here isn't good. It's not working out fine, whatever. Yeah. Um, move on versus like, are you actually being rejected or did she just have like a tough morning? Does she have social anxiety? Like there's so many factors at play and it's likely not you truly being rejected. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. And I walk around with just kind of my rule of thumb is that most of the time it's probably not you, but other people have their own things going on in their life and you just don't even realize it. I mean, especially I know I probably just warning into people like over the last year with the passing of Hannah, sometimes I probably was spacey had nothing to do with the other person. But if you just come up to me, you wouldn't know, you know, if you see me in the grocery store, you're trying to start a conversation that this is all that's going Mm -hmm. on with my life. But a lot of times we have to consider that other people are living life too. And there's just things that are going on with them that we don't know. So just give them that extra grace, you know? Yeah. And honestly, like people might be asking you very triggering questions, you know, questions that, that people who have not lost, um, a child, like they're so normal in our culture. Yeah. You know? And so like (laughs) that may have happened to you and, you know, you should obviously not blame yourself for any reactions or feelings in those moments, but you're right. Like we don't know what other people are going through. We don't like, I always try, I, you know, try to, I've done some educating around like, okay, let's try to not trigger people with different questions. Like what are safe questions? But you know, I just, I hate putting even that weight too on people when they're just, I don't know. I'm just, it's so much over. I don't want to completely overthinking either. Um, but just continuing, I'd rather just press that message of grace for each other. Absolutely. Just, you know, not knowing. Completely on board with that. In the space of everything being virtual, because you mentioned the book club, which made me think about this, Mm -hmm. and even like a lot of book clubs and stuff are online, and you know, everything Mm -hmm. is just, we're, you know, obviously the world is back open, but there's still a lot of online things in the age of primarily virtual spaces. How do you make friends there if you're not Mm -hmm. really going out as much as we did, you know, pre-2020? Oh, Yeah. I mean, I definitely encourage the face-to-faces, but um, I actually, I love virtual spaces. Um, I think they can do a lot to like um, help make a relationship stickier. So for example, like I kind of say phones are the new playground. Like, so I'll use the face-to-face and then we can talk more virtually, but like, let's say you do meet someone Mm face-to-face or you meet them in a mom's group online. Maybe you're in a Facebook group of your local community and you see you've got something in common with someone. Like you make an initial connection, like, okay, initial connection made. You think that's the hard part. Um, 
but sadly the hard part is actually like the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth <laughs> interaction. Um, cause it's like, okay, like, cool. I like you. Maybe they like me. I hope they like me, you know, all those things. Yeah. But like now you need to like test it, um, through some more interactions and mm-hmm. see like, okay, is this like going to be a person that sticks? And you know, there's like some statistic out there about how many hours it takes to, to develop a strong friendship. And it's mm. honestly quite defeating for moms. Um, cause it's a very large amount of hours. And, um, but I actually think you can like do it in less time mm-hmm. through your phone, through virtual interactions, because, yeah. you know, when we're connected on social media, for example, you post a picture, I can like it, I can comment on it. Um, I can use that information. Maybe if I do see you face to face to be like, Oh, Hey, like I saw the birthday pictures, like, Oh my gosh, like it looked great. Like, how are you feeling like leading up to it? Like it gives you kind of like conversation starters. It gives you opportunities to like, um, in like send someone a DM individually, like, Hey, I saw you posted this. I just wanted to like share my own story or I wanted to like, um, let you know about this recommendation or like, maybe you wanted to say something not in like the public space. Yeah. Um, and so all of those little interactions online add up in person too. Um, and so it like, when people like our things, when people comment on our things, it makes us like them more and it makes those face-to-face interactions easier. So I love, I love the virtual space for like, progressing face-to-face friendships. Uh-huh. Um, and those same tactics can be used. Like, let's say you're making friends, you know, with other podcasters who don't necessarily live, you know, in your, you know, a great radius of, of your state or your city. Um, I think there's a lot that can happen through like voice, you know, voice chats and, um, you know, just little like supporting other mess, supporting each other messages that like starts to grow this affinity for the other person. Um, if you're truly like showing up to virtual spaces, like book clubs, um, and there's no opportunity to necessarily meet these people in face to face to face, or maybe there is Yeah, my favorite strategy in like zoom rooms is the side chat is like the one-on-one DMs. Um, because people are like, Ooh, like, cool. Like someone's like talking to me directly and, um, you know, about this topic. So I've definitely coached some moms around that in the, in the past. Cause I know I've got a few moms that have like joined working mom virtual groups uh-huh. and sometimes they don't like lend itself well to like, they're not breaking them out and giving them opportunities to chat. So I'm like, okay, we'll use the side chat then like, and then just kind of like follow them on social media yeah. and, you know, kind of like make your presence known uh-huh. and, um, you know, see what, see what comes back. That's so true. And that's a good perspective definitely to have on social media and virtual spaces and friendships because you do get to learn more about people and the connections that you have. Um, I like to believe that we're more alike than we are different. And Mm -hmm. if you're looking at social media, you are able to form those connections a little bit quicker. So that's a good perspective. Thank you for sharing that. So you have your rules on friendship. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. Yeah. I, um, share with moms, there's like three, you know, air quotes, new rules of friendship that I just feel like, you know, we all naturally seem to make friends growing up. Um, just seems to happen. Yeah. 
And then in adulthood, it doesn't happen quite as easily. And so the reality is that we were never really told the rules growing up either. Um, but especially like in adulthood and, you know, we have this feeling that like, okay, friendship just happened for me growing up. But what really just happened, um, was that we were in the same place together for eight hours a day, every, yeah. <laughs> like over and over. It was consistency. It was just like, these were, these are, this is who you get. So, you know, naturally you're going to form some relationships with those yeah. people. That's just going to happen. And what doesn't happen quite as consistently in adulthood is that kind of continued gathering and consistency that mm -hmm. sometimes has to be created. It often will happen at work depending upon your work situation, but yeah. that's not everyone's, um, that's not everyone's, I don't know, um, opportunity. It was not mine when I became a mom. Um, and so a lot of times, yeah, we need, we need these rules. And so the first one is, um, that it's okay to be forward, you know, remind me how old are your kiddos right now? Four and six. Four and six. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you probably have seen them on a playground, like whether they're the ones that say it or another kid, like, Hey, do you want to be friends and just play? Like, oh, yeah, for sure. It's so you know, for them. it's so easy. They just run up to each other. My, my youngest was the cutest. He would just come home. Eric, oh. right, let's go. I love it. And I, while I don't suggest like, yeah, go up to someone and say, hi, do you want to be my best friend? Um, I do think it is, it is safe to be forward is my yeah. number one rule. Um, it's safer than we think, you know, we think we're the only one that's feeling this way, but the research really says 75% of women are craving more. And wow. so the likelihood of you running into someone that is wanting more in their friendships is very high. Hmm. Um, and so the research is on your side. It's safe to be forward. It's safe to say like, it's safe to, you know, drop in there. You don't have to say, oh my gosh, I am desperately in need of friends and I'm craving, <laughs> you, you don't have to come out that hot, yeah. but you can just be like, oh yeah. Like, man, since like becoming a mom, like, man, this friendship, like, I just don't have time to see my friends and the ones I do have have moved away. And yeah. I don't like, Yeah. It's just a little bit safer to say those things and you'll be surprised at what you get back really quickly. Even from a mom you might have just met at a playground. Um, people are very interested in talking about this topic. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it's amazing how um, quickly you can feel connected to someone even by kind of broaching this topic. Yeah, um, Moms just automatically, I have found, just feel pretty safe with me and are like, okay, like I don't go overboard, like, you know, sharing my whole life's history, but I just kind of let them know like, yeah, I'm open to like having some more friends in my circle. If you're interested, if you think I'm cool, if you don't, it's fine. I'll find someone else. You know, that's what we're all doing out here. Just yeah. kind of finding people that like feel like a good energy match for us. So Absolutely. yeah. So that's the number one rule. Um, and then the second one I said a little bit before, which is phones are the new playground. Mm -hmm. Like that's where we can build that consistency and stickiness. Um, and that third rule that I, um, it's more the mindset piece, but I like to tell moms that like the bar has been lowered when it comes to friendship and okay. motherhood. Um, and a lot of times people are like, oh my gosh, like that doesn't sound like very genuine or authentic or like all the things. Um, 
I think we just, we all hold some level of standard of what it means to be a good friend. Yeah. And before motherhood, our standard might have been pretty high. Um, and we maybe have when we maybe were able to meet that standard. Um, but I do think in motherhood, our time just gets a little crunched. Yeah, it just looks sure. different. Mm-hmm. And it's not that we don't have capacity for friends and it's, it, we have, we still have it. Um, but you might not have the same capacity. You might not have the same mental capacity to like, just automatically remember birthdays. If that's something you feel like is what a good friend does. Um, I really encourage moms to think about what can you bring to a friendship right now? Truly like write down what you can bring. I personally cannot bring. I don't remember birthdays. There's one friend I reach out to on her birthday. That's all I got it. It's the one I can do. I barely remember my husband's. Okay. It's just not my thing. It's not my gift. But when you are with me, you have my attention. I will not be on my phone. Like I will reflect back. I will be a reflective listener. I will help you process. Like I am in it with you. If you go through a hard time, you know, I'm not going to be able to show up and completely clean your house and bring you all your meals, but I will show up in some way. Yeah. Um, I will figure out how to do that. Um, and I'm not going to be doing that for like all these friends in the plane. There's certain friends in the plane that get that. Um, and it's kind of releasing, you know, this need to show up for everyone in the same exact way. Um, and so I find that, you know, when I look at my list of what I can bring to a friendship, I would want that, you know? And so I think, okay, like, yeah, I'm not like the best friend I've ever been, Mm -hmm. but I still have a lot to offer. And oh my gosh, if anyone offered any of this to me right now, I'd be thrilled. So um, that has helped me kind of get over that mindset hump of like, well, I'm not going to invest in friendship right now. Cause I can't even be a good friend. I don't have time. I barely have time to be a good, you know, all the other things we're frustrated that we're not showing up well enough to. For sure. So that's true. And, um, I like that perspective and it gives us kind of some steam or some ammo to put in our pocket mm-hmm. when we're navigating this friendship space. Um, it's funny. It makes me think of my, um, kids and I look at how they make friends like um my husband has a co-worker and his son they're just the same age so it was just like oh we need to get our kids together and they got the boys together and they've just been like this you know they had a blast it's just like hey you're such and such yep um and then they just went on I'm like it's so easy and they both talk about each other and want to play together again but it's just I love the easiness of the friendships in childhood and I just I enjoy seeing that with them but you're right life adds on complexities we have competing responsibilities and you know we have to give ourselves the grace to be the type of friend um that we are able to be in different seasons so Mm-hmm. Thank you for saying that. It's been so great chatting with you. Um, I've learned a ton of new stuff today. So thank you for sharing. Um, tell us, how can we hear more from you on your podcast? And how can people po- follow you on social media? Yeah, everything is um, The Connected Mom Life uh, on Instagram at The Connected Mom Life. Website, The Connected Mom Life is where you'll find the podcast where we talk each week about you know, I essentially say it's for moms who are like trying to stay tethered to themselves, stay connected to themselves 
in the midst of the craziness of motherhood and to the outside world. Yeah. Um, cause I truly believe we all need a village. You know, everyone tells us we do, but that what they don't tell us is that those villages don't just show up necessarily. Sometimes some of us have to create them. Um, and it's not quite as hard or as daunting or as time consuming yeah. as, you know, we often think. So really trying to encourage and support moms and in tactical and practical ways of like, um, navigating this busy season, um, and not doing it alone. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Emily. We end, um, our episodes with the same question. So I'm going to ask you, what is one piece of life-changing advice that you would give to someone that you deeply care about? Hmm. That's such a great question. Um, it is that, um, it's okay to be human is a mantra that I like to remind myself of. I like to remind my friends of when we feel like we're having feelings we shouldn't have or, um, navigating something that just feels hard and we can't seem to make it better. Um, just by, you know, I feel like I've tried all the tactics out there when it comes to like, man, I am sad. Let me journal this away. Like, let me journal this. Let me get to the root of this. Let me figure out what's going on. Well, here's what stinks. You can figure out what's going on and you can still feel sad. Yeah. Um, and so anyone out there that's telling you like, here's the secret to like constantly being happy, run away from them. Um, (laughs) because it's just not, it's just not the human experience. We are meant to experience all the feelings. Um, there's nothing wrong with you for feeling that way. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Emily. Again. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. This has been fun. Listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you learned some new tips for navigating those adult friendships and you understand that you're not alone if you're feeling like, hey, I want to make some stronger friendships in my life at this point. And you can start today. Emily gave us some great tips. So thank you all for tuning in. And until next time, take care. And that's it. I'm <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Hey Hannah podcast. We hope that you found inspiration, insight, and encouragement in our conversation today. If you enjoyed this episode and want to stay connected with us, be sure to like, subscribe, and review the Hey Hannah podcast. Your feedback helps us reach more people and spread our message of love and wisdom. You can also follow us on social media at Hey Hannah Podcast. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok to stay updated on all the latest episodes, behind-the-scenes exclusives, and engaging content. And for those of you who prefer the visual experience, catch the video versions of our podcast on our YouTube channel. Just search Hey Hannah Podcast and hit that subscribe button to never miss an episode. For even more Hey Hannah goodness, visit our website at www.heyhannapodcast.com. There you'll find updates, bonus content, and join a community that embraces you with open arms. Your continued support truly means the world to us. Together, let's spread love, share wisdom, and honor every precious moment. Because here at Hey Hannah, we believe that life is meant to be lived well. Remember, a new episode of the Hey Hannah podcast is released every Wednesday. So mark your calendars and be sure to tune in. Thank you again for being a part of Hannah's Hive. Until next time, take care.
Entertainment.